0: Chiggy, check, check, check. Hey, throw totally the game on the back <laughs>
1: All right, all right, all right. Pay attention. We're going to teach you something real special. Real special today. This is Two Coins. Two Coins. Two Coins with my boy Wally. Wally. Then Ronnie. Ronnie, wherever you're at, we're at. Showing two sides of the same coin. Let me know what y'all think. Two Coins. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter today. Yes, sir. Welcome to the Two Coin Podcast. It's your brother, Waleed. And I am Ronnie, the other side of the coin. And this week's episode is brought to you by Charleston, South Carolina, the home of the GOAT. A.K.A. Kwame Brown.
0: Yes, sir. Before we get into all that, though, today we got a special guest um, on this episode. Friend of the podcast for a long time, always showing support, always showing love, and also a former roommate. Um, yes, sir. So go ahead and introduce yourself, brother.
2: What's up? What's up? It's Long Nights. A.K.A. How y'all doing? A.K.A. Cool Owl Dragon, A.K.A. J. Cole Sprouse. <laughs> <laughs> That's all I got. A.K.A. the homie Almir. Almir. Hell How y'all yeah. doing, man? Yeah. It's good to be here. Good to be back. Hey, bro, we wanted you on San the podcast. Jose.
0: We wanted you on the podcast for the longest time, bro. For a minute, bro, I feel
1: like we we have he's lagging timing, all that.
2: I think this is like what two years in the making. Yeah, it has to be. Well, COVID hit too, and then I was like. We can take a year. Yeah, so two yeah. years in a making.
1: Yeah. COVID two just like for doesn't for sure. count when you're talking
2: about like any sort of time I know, time <laughs> time, every <laughs> timeline got thrown <laughs> off so bad. It's but like, then COVID happened. And, uh, but no, this is, this is dope. But yeah, we're I finally you making guys it happen. I'll be watching, I'll be watching.
0: I, be watching. Nah, I appreciate for the show, it. We appreciate man. that, bro. But before we get into you know, all the topics that we were going to get into your personal life and details, yeah. we got to talk about going back to Charleston, South Carolina. We got to talk about Kwame. The GOAT. So, I mean, as you know, and Ronnie knows, and everybody else knows, uh, this fool has been just wilding the fuck out on IG Live, and just releasing videos,
2: attacking everybody. So, I don't know, give me your thoughts, man. I think it's long overdue, man. I feel like he's been getting picked on for so long. Bro, it's this man's time. been
1: taking shots his whole career. For real. And the thing is, people people forget, this dude really was in the league for 12 years. Like, to be a bum.
0: Wait, did he? Have, he had a 12-year career?
1: Yeah, bro. He bounced around a lot, But, yeah.
0: but Okay, he was on the Lakers, and what else? I mean, bro, I'd have to we pull that on the out. Wizards, yeah. But he was on, like, a number of teams, right? At, at
1: least six or seven teams. Because he was on the Warriors, he was on the Sixers, he was on the, obviously, the Lakers, Wizards, and, brother. yeah, there's two more teams on that. Okay, then three.
0: if he was in the league for 12, 13 years, that means he was at least a serviceable backup center, right?
1: Mm-hmm. And yeah, he's yeah, the only be... one
0: on that level that gets clowned
1: the way he does I mean, I think it's just, I mean, we all know it's because of that number one draft pick status. Yeah.
2: Yeah, but I mean, that's not something he controls. To, to be a bust, though, with no, like, injury to fall back on is an excuse to kind of just not perform Greg level. Greg Oden. Yeah. Well,
0: I mean, it doesn't have to be physical, you know, mental and emotional. That's even. true. <laughs> that's <laughs> fucking Michael MJ. Jordan injured him. My, not, not just Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan and Kobe, bro. He was playing with Kobe back in his prime. Yeah. Kobe yeah. in his prime was like 4 through 7 where, like, his teams weren't really winning that much, and he was just putting up, like, 35 points a game. Bruh, he Yeah, he went to Kobe at the worst time possible. Yeah, like the Kobe most frustrated not... version of Kobe. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he needed to sh- show up. Kwame was setting screens
1: for that nigga. Bruh, man. <laughs> this dude really, he was like, who you think got him those 81 points? It's like, all right, chill, bro. <laughs> like, I feel you. I don't know if it was you, but... A one-degree percentage. Basically. It's funny, because
0: he was adamant about that. He's like, if I wasn't setting those screens, if I wasn't playing center for the Lakers, Kobe would not have scored 81 points. It's like, Kwame, you were a good screen setter, but
1: relax, bro. Like, I don't know about all that. Hey, out of this whole little episode, what was y'all like favorite part? Like, you know what I mean? The one person he roasted was oh, Stephen A. Easy. <laughs> Stephen
2: A. deserved it, bro. What did he say? He's like, "I'll slap the shit out of you." As he said, "I'll slap you so hard in the back of the head it'll look like you got a toupee on." <laughs> nah, he was like, he was like, "We can meet up in uh, uh we
0: Seattle? can meet up in Seattle where we can have mutual combat." It's like he he knows the law just off dome that right. you can you can fight in Seattle without getting arrested or whatever. And he's he's like, we net, he called it mutual. There. We can engage in mu- mutual, mutual
1: combat. combat. This motherfucker is different, bro. Like, like you said, the fact that you already know which laws is coolin' that's why y'all saw that Gil-, Gil wasn't even saying nothing. Gilbert Arenas was just like, "Bro, I've seen what this man can do." <laughs> yeah,
2: <laughs> like, <laughs> so I know him. How long did they play together? <laughs> we'll leave him alone. Think like Gilbert Arenas talked hella shit though. He just wasn't saying anything after the.
1: No, yeah, I'm saying after the response. Yeah. But it's like Gilbert yeah, Arenas talk shit about everybody, everybody bro. I mean, that's why old boy was like, "Bro, you just a big ass kid." Like yeah. you know what I mean.
0: He just, dude. Gilbert Arenas is a clown, bro.
1: Nah, he is, bro. But, but yeah. you got to think, playing against Gil, or like, ag- yeah, against him, and this motherfucker's is just hella talking shit, just not playing the conventional way of basketball, and then still hits the game winner on you while dropping 40, that shit must be even more frustrating, bro. And then he a gun to the lock.
2: <laughs> I was looking at all his stats the other day, he only had like two solid-ass seasons where he wasn't hurt. <laughs> It's crazy how much that's we remember wild. him off just two. He weeks. Was, arguably, it was it was like thirty point per game season. When, when he was, like, he was still, still stupid. Nah, that's still wild though. What when is he is was
0: fully healthy and producing at his best, he was arguably the best point guard in the league. Yeah. Arguably, arguably.
2: Yeah, we'd have to look back. But yeah, no. As far as Kwame goes, bro, I think I think it's he might be overreacting with some like bringing family and stuff like that into it. That's Yay. always a stretch. But well, at the same Matt time, hearts. bro.
1: I mean, bro, Matt Barnes, like, that I mean, it, it, Not even Matt I, Barnes, I fuck right? with he Matt, said but like. Something about Stephen A's mom or someone's mom. Also I that would I give man.
2: you that good season. What was he,
1: yeah, he was talking about his. I, okay, I don't You know what? <laughs> Let me just backtrack. Cause I was about to say, he was talking about his mom when he was talking about that good home cooking. Yeah. But I need to hear that context again because maybe it wasn't and that'd be some out of pocket <laughs> shit to say somebody said about their mom.
2: Well, you would say it out of fucking shit for Regardless. sure. Regardless, but yeah,
1: to say it about your own mom though, like. a lot of the shit is just pent up anger, man.
2: The internet, like even the playing field. For yeah, me. I think he didn't realize he had a platform until he went on live one yeah. time. And he was like, at the end oh, of the shit. day, he's still like a late thirties, <laughs> early forty year old. Talk nigga. shit back,
1: <laughs> bro. but, Hey, so it's hella funny. I was watching the um, uh, it was like Scoo uh, Scoon TV. He's this dude that you know, I mean, he has like couple. He has couple different interviews or whatnot, but he had a uh, old boy what's uh, what's that fat dude on, on that, that always talks shit about LeBron? <laughs> Everyone calls him Uncle Ruckus. Uh, oh, uh, Jason... Jason Whitlock. Wh- Jason Whitlock, yeah. yeah. So they had, he had comedy. Whitlock on there, but they said this one thing that actually made hella sense. It was like, Kwame turned 30 and then instantly became 54. Like, this motherfucker, just, he just moves like a grown man. For, like, you know what I mean? Somebody's uncle that's like 60 <laughs> from the South. You know what, yeah. what I mean? Yeah. You almost forget, like you said, he's only like 39, 38. <laughs>
0: But hey, more hey, peace and love to Kwame Brown. Bro. Hell yeah, man, get like, yours. I Ho- I'm buying a Kwame jersey if this continues.
1: I hope he gets his mo- gets you some think money. You off think this bro restock him. The Kwame jerseys off this. I, th- I, I don't hope. think the NBA is fucking with. I don't him, think, think the NBA would, but somebody's gonna start reselling their. <laughs> Just NBA, NBA and don't want them start do popping off on eBay. <laughs> <laughs> they
2: need to give him his own show. Man, what hey,
0: oh, Adam Silver don't want nothing to do with him at all, man. But hey, now that we got that out of the way, Kwame Brown, we can um. So I mean, uh. Like, a lot of the people that, that listen to our podcast know who you are, but for those that don't, um, uh, Almir does make music. You go by Long Nights as an artist, right? Yeah. So, I mean, kind of explain uh, how you got into music, you know, what your musical style consists of, and, you know, basically your, your background into, into this.
2: Yeah, damn, that's a long, long story, um, but... As far as first getting into music, I think um, when I moved out here, I moved straight to Oakland, California. And that was already... This was early 2000s. We moved out here in like 2001.
0: From where? From
2: Bosnia at that time. Um, But yeah, so getting into Oakland early 2001... I grew up into the hyphy movement, and so like music was just such a big part of the community already. And that's kind yeah, of like, yeah, yeah. and I didn't know much about like. Yeah, early uh, in, there you? was there was some separation from my own like tradition. Like I, I did the stuff my parents would like celebrate and listen to Bosnian music and stuff like that. But you that. grew up in the heart of the but hyphy. Exactly, music, right? I, right. I grew up in a whole different place where something else was just. I spoke English, so I like yeah, yeah, I, that yeah. music resonated more, and so. So did you come to the states yeah. already
0: knowing English? or No, you?
2: no, okay. absolutely. I was four years old when we got out here, okay. so I didn't know nothing. Um. But yeah, that that influenced my music to the extent that like you want someone to enjoy what they're hearing. Like that's that was really the whole push of the hyphy movement to me it was like, people are having fun, bro. Like they're yeah, really having it was just fun. All like fun. there was there was no <laughs> bad vibes. Like people were really enjoying themselves. Um, and so yeah, that that aspect of that, as I learned more about music, like you get into um, like middle school years, I was learning about like, well before middle school, I think the the first music I really got into outside of like. Local stuff was like 50 Cent DMX, like yeah. that it was right on the cusp of like, all right, let me explore other music. And like, that that's shit. like
1: that 04 05 50. I've heads. said that on here before, like, 50 Cent is the well, first yeah. rapper
2: like, I can remember listening to and enjoying. Right, Get Rachel Die Trying was the first like hard CD that I bought. Oh, for oh really? Yeah, 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 as a kid, and I was like, bro, this shit is so clean. But he that, that kind of music, um, then I learned about Eminem and I was like diving into that, and so I. I went for the full range of, like, hyphy party music. And it's like, okay, gangster rap is hella cool, too. What is yeah. this? And then like, oh, wait, hooks are, like, really rapping, rapping, like, hella lyrical. Yeah. That full circle to, like, discovering, like, MF Doom in, like, middle school. And that was like, oh, shit. This is, like, in its own way, kind of, like, the peak of, like, what I thought was, like, this man created a whole universe with his music, right? Yeah. And that's crazy, so bro. Like that, that kind of in shit. Um... It was definitely, I think elementary. My brother put me on this so much. because My brother's like three or four years older than me. Oh. So up, like right? he was in middle school um, during like the, the, hyphy, the movement. hyphy movement for real. And so like he would put me on a lot of stuff. Um, and so he, I don't know where he came across doom, but he put me on a doom. But he was probably in high was, This was, this was, was like LimeWire days yeah. and you had to like download stuff. I was about, yeah. about to say, Lime he was probably in
1: high school when he put you on in
2: middle school, huh? To like conscious rap he- and shit. I'm trying to think With the timeline Cause
1: that's crazy If you were in middle school finding about conscious rap Like
2: Oh yeah no I was very I'm saying I was in 5th grade Listening to like No um, but I'm
1: saying Cause you had an older brother But for him to be in middle
2: school Listening Oh yeah 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 like, the, stuff he, the stuff that he The stuff that he was discovering It was weird Cause like we're not from around here Like I don't yeah. know where He was like I mean, probably Picking people, up on shit But yeah, just people That he was kicking yeah. it with and, and all
0: that The LimeWire And the iPod shuffle days <laughs> yeah. yeah.
1: Frostwire right after that yeah. That's like the whole Fucking what do you call Torrent era where you was just getting hell,
0: yeah. Hell is hard, bro. It used to Lime be a whole Wire. hobby just sitting in front of your computer and like doing the uh, the LimeWire downloads, organizing <laughs> your shit, yeah, putting <laughs> that shit on the iTunes and then downloading it. Like, but now nah, I wanted to go back to what you said. Uh, you moved here, here's in Oakland from Bosnia when you were like what four or five years old,
2: yeah. I was like four, I was born in 1995. So,
0: talk a little bit about like your Bosnian background and kind of how that, like, if it does, like influence you. Until today, and if, um, if you remember anything like from Bosnia when you were like younger, like
2: yeah, four yeah. well, I've been back like four. So basically, we came over here, um, late '99, I think, from '91 to '95. There was a civil war going on in Bosnia, mm-hmm. um, and that was a war that my dad like fought in. My mom like escaped to Switzerland for during that time. That with was like my, the U- U- Yugoslavia war. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think Yugoslavia was breaking up already at this point, and yeah, it was yeah. like now it's down in Bosnia, and like there's three. I could dive into the whole. I, I would. I'm not no expert on it, so I like I talk about it as much as I yeah. can. But um, I would always urge people to like learn about the actual situation and how it went down. But big picture, there was like there's three ethnic groups in Bosnia, and they were the the Catholics and the Christians and the Muslims didn't like each other, and there's like fights over territory and things like that. Um, that turned into like a case of ethnic cleansing throughout Bosnia, trying to get rid of the Muslims. That's why mom, my mom, and like family had to like try and escape. So, yeah, my mom in 99 or 95, 90, 94, something like that, took my brother, dipped to Switzerland. My dad stayed in the war. I ended up being born in Switzerland. The war ends. And then we start filing. Basically, we had nowhere left to go. Like, there was no homes left to, like, go back to. <clears throat> so, they started filing for, like, refugee status or whatever it is. I don't know the yeah, proper yeah. terms. Yeah. Um, uh, asylum. Didn't asylum, like yeah. Because I don't think they were officially, well, we weren't officially refugees. But, like, asylum, essentially, and like, Yeah. And that's like a long ass process. Oh like hell put you yeah, a interviews. My parents tell me about it. though. You got to get here interviews. first, and then
0: like they put you through interviews to get like your green card. Getting your green card is a process, and then yeah. after you get your green card, it's like hella years before you can get like yeah, uh, you know, naturalize as a citizen. Yeah, and
2: so all that basically okay, boils up to like around probably, around. You
0: talking about naturalized citizen? Yeah. 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 If you file yeah. for asylum, it'll just elongate the process like hella.
2: Yeah. So all that boils down to like around '99, late the... or late '99. Um, we got around, got out here, and we went straight to Oakland. Because we had family, my my dad had um, gotten his brothers out of the war already, and like his older brother moved over here with his family, his younger brother moved over here with with his family, and um, my dad's mom, and so we were the last ones. Kind like, all right, we're gonna go there. We already have family situated in Oakland, um, and yeah, that's how we ended up out here. Nice. So when you when you first came out here, did you live in Oakland
0: or, or in Alameda?
2: Oakland. Okay. Uh, from, literally from. I started school in Oakland. I went to Lakeview, and then I up to like seventh grade I was still going to Westlake middle school in Oakland and then somewhere during seventh grade we ended up getting a house in Alameda okay and so so that's crazy
0: because I actually moved to the states when I was uh five years old too it was in 2000 and uh like apparently I didn't know any, any English like I came here like I was speaking Arabic and I was like fully speaking and everything but, like, by the time they enrolled me in school, I didn't know English. It's like, for the life of me, I can't remember ever in my life not knowing English. Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't remember, no, like, yeah, the time I, in my I, life where I learned it and processed that's it. That's hella funny. Yeah. I literally
2: have, like, I have a memory of the first day of kindergarten when my mom just dropped me off at school. <laughs> and I was yeah, like, what I am I talking- supposed to do? And I didn't know what anyone was saying. And I'm just sitting there I started crying, I'm pretty sure. And then um, the, the principal turned out to be, like, a Bosnian or Croatian dude or something. And he comes into class eventually. And he's like, come with me. And he takes me and these two other Bosnian girls. And they just take us to an English learning class. And yeah. that's all I did all throughout, like, Damn. Um, like kindergarten. The DLS, all in yeah. yeah. kindergarten was just me learning English. And I was like, this. but I really don't remember what it was like. I, to I don't remember know. either, man. But like, I remember it was a scary-ass feeling to just be dropped into a place where everyone's saying some shit. You're like, lost. You're like, yeah, different. I don't know. I know my brother had, like, been going to school. But, like, I always, I always stay home. Like, it was a whole year that we lived here that I hadn't started school yet. So. Got you. Yeah, crazy. So I remember, that's
0: true. I remember you were telling me like there's a huge Bosnian community out there in like
2: Oakland, Alameda. What do you think like brought them over? Um, I think it's the Bay Area in general. Um, Oakland, Alameda, San Jose, they're all over the place. I think it's a matter of where. The other places that where there's a lot of Bosnians at is Chicago, St. Louis, and if you look at this, this is like very unofficial research, but these were some of the most dangerous cities in. In the States during the early 2000s. Yeah. And it seems like when they were accepting refugees and like anyone seeking asylum, they would just put them in the cheapest communities yeah. they could find. Damn, like it makes okay. sense. They were just putting them in any cheap community they could find.
0: Yeah. Cause Oakland back back in that time frame was a lot more. Yeah.
2: And St. Louis like has a whole Bosnia town. Like there's most Bosnians I think are in, in St. Louis. Louis. Yeah. I, I haven't been out there, but my dad went out there once.
1: St. Louis is crazy out there.
2: Yeah. <laughs> um, But yeah, I think that's why they ended up. That's why we ended up all around the Bay Area because it wasn't as expensive back then, and there was like cheap poor neighborhoods. I guess I don't know. <laughs> so, I don't have to do the research. How how would
0: you say like that 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 type of uh, background influences you as like
2: an artist, if it does at all? Um, I think the whole s- that that background specifically, there's certain like motifs in my music and things. I'll explore that. Like it's just stuff I think about. Like, bro, the fact that I'm here. Yeah. Like what my mom and that my dad off bat just gives you a exactly what my mom and my dad went through just for me to be here. That already is like, a
1: like a whole different that that history. That's like
2: one. Imagine like a lot of people can like float around kind of like doing their thing and not really think about the origins of their life or yeah. why they're here or what a purpose is for any of that. Um, but when you start it with something like that, when I'm like, damn, bro people put their lives at risk just to get me here like yeah. to start. That's yeah. when I'm like, bro, I got to build on that. And like,
0: it probably, like, influences, like, your work ethic, too. Right? It
2: influences work ethic more than anything to see my parents come over here with, like, however, a few hundred dollars to their name and just get straight to work, like, double jobs or whatever they can get under the table like, yeah. to work their way up to buying a it's house hustling. in the suburb across the... Bro, when you were living in Oakland, hearing about Alameda, I was like, oh, shit. That's yeah. like a, It's like one big gated community, right It's bro. like a whole different, like, world. Um, so to move over here in, like, middle school, I was like... I was sad to, like, leave Oakland because Oakland has so much, like, culture. And, like, being from Oakland is just hella hell of a fun. Yeah. <laughs> um, but as soon as I got to Alameda, I was like, bro, this just feels so much safer and nicer. And <laughs> like, Fuck it. I'm not upset, bro. Yeah. I can't be upset at that. That's a blessing. Hey, Ronnie, what's the, yeah. what's the one question we
0: always we always ask any artist that comes off here?
1: Hey, man. So if you were stuck on an island by yourself, you know, or with a couple people. Okay. You got three foods you could choose from. You can make any dish that you want. It doesn't even got to be three. It's just any dish or any meal. You know what I mean? What's that meal? What's it going to consist of? What are all the different stuff in it? And finally, who's cooking it?
2: I get three meals or one, one Basically, meal? Basically, you get with three, three meals things. for the rest of your life.
1: Yeah, but you'll you be eating the same thing. You know what I mean? Yeah.
2: That's tough on an island. It's like so, so much food. I know, bro. There's so, <laughs> so much, yeah. like, there's so many. You start diving through all the foods. Fucking like, pizza, man! Bosnian food alone is like, damn. I gotta, I can't live without some of that. Um. Oh, you said I got a chef too, man. My mama cooking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just bringing my mama with me. Hey, we gonna catch that one person that doesn't say that and be like, damn, bro. i um, my mom with me. And let her but yeah, no, three choices there, for there's 40. some, there's some great Bosnian food out there that I would have. Um, Burek. Yeah, I don't know if you've seen anything, but... Explain to the people. Yeah. Man, the people gotta Google, bro. <laughs> I'm not no chef. I don't Do make you Google. um. He said, outside of that, though, I I really like lasagna. That's one of my favorite dishes. Okay. So you so said Pora-. On How you say it? Burek. Burek. Burek, And that's like a meat pie spiral thing. I, I think, I think you cheese. had us try that I, yeah, time. yeah, I for sure brought it to the yeah. house before. Yeah. For sure brought it to the house that before. Fire. And what was the second thing? When I say chebappe, those are like... Chibop. um they're like sausages, like beef sausage things, and they come in like a pita bread, but like a fluffy pita, it's hard okay, to explain. Okay. You can go get some after this. There's a Bosnian restaurant somewhere in San Jose, I think. Oh shit, it's You shanky. On yeah. this
0: very same island, you could only listen to five artists for the rest of your life. They five artists.
1: <sighs> <laughs> he was not going to it, he's like,
2: fuck. Yeah. There's no particular order. Yeah, uh-huh. no, no, no order at all. I can only listen to five artists,
1: and then the rest is just erased from history, and yo,
2: in your history, Kanye West, okay, Kid okay. Cudi, okay, Drake, okay, here uh-huh. <coughs> right. this is all personal. This is. Like... We're gonna start
0: a dialogue. No,
2: we're gonna start a dialogue. We're gonna
0: start a dialogue.
2: Kanye Cudi. Hold on, hold on. I'm trying Drake. Drake. To... Every time someone asks you these questions is when you forget who <laughs> your favorite artist are. Yeah. Uh, Kanye, Cuddy, Drake makes some of the coolest music Come on, man, No pop biggie KRS-One. Um, well, you said, but I can only listen. I, I take things into consideration. Like how, many, how much music do I get out of this one artist? Yeah, like, man, as, man, as, man, much, as much music. I gotta is. have a long career for me to be, <laughs> if I am just listen to your stuff, yeah. only You, you can't can, can, just, have can just have one or two albums. Cole? Cole, I'm debating Cole. I'm just trying to think
1: you gotta switch up the genre too you gotta think about that you know that's
2: true cause we talking about just artists yeah um no what if
1: I wanna get soulful I mean you pick three people that actually explore like does good Drake other genres Cuddy
2: Kanye West The Weeknd okay.
1: what, if what, what if I'm smashing the Island
2: Girls cheeks the smithereens man the I, need, I need that weekend on yeah The Weeknd is probably uh, yeah he makes some of the coolest music I've ever heard. Too. Yeah, and he has a
0: catalog, bro. You, that sixth spot is guys, hard now. Because that sixth spot
2: is like... Or fifth spot, yeah. yeah.
0: And now you gotta got start thinking about everybody you forgot that you'll never listen to ever again in your life. <laughs>
2: <laughs> the recency bias makes me want to say Cole. Like, just off that just alone. because I just heard like, yeah. a album. Like, damn, I gotta drop that. That album is very fucking good. Um, Hell yeah. Yeah, it's hard. Because that's different from like... I've heard the question phrases like... What are your top albums, too? Because now all of a sudden... You have, you have all of a sudden, it changes like you have an answer ready for that. No top albums I would listen yeah, to. On the that's island. that's tough.
1: Albums are like tough, man. Cause that goes back to them. I only get this one album for the rest of my life. Yeah, not even the you same artist. I mean? Yeah, but then things, might be cool for the first then things like years.
2: longevity. I'm not consider like I won't consider how many albums you had. I'm just thinking about per what album. I mean. Yeah,
0: we can come back to that fifth spot. Yeah, we'll let you think on it. Yeah. But just in that same vein though, since we are talking about like other artists, like what, what were some of your biggest influences growing up that you like, or like that and some influences
2: that, um, you incorporate into your music today? Um, first of all, I put doom in that fifth spot. I don't even know why that took me so long, (laughs) but as far as catalog goes, yeah. Um, what was the question just now? So
0: basically what are your influences artistically and musically?
2: Probably those same guys mainly. Um, lupe fiasco did something that was like crazy impressive yeah, to me lupe, when i was a kid like the, the so fact tough. the fact that lupe was able to mix lupe and 0607 and music that, and, that, was, like, that was his lane like it, it was so cool while also like doing the lyrical shit that i was talking about he was merging worlds that like i hadn't seen like fuse like that together before like he was hella smart but like also like hella relaxed hey, he, and hella he, cool nah, he
1: definitely had his moment for like a couple years you know what i mean yeah, the top i was fucking, fucking with lupe yeah, heavy I'll I like that you said it,
2: that diffusing like Islam
0: because like even like the album the, cover to the the cool, that's one of the best album covers I've ever yeah. seen still.
2: Yeah, I know. That shit is deep. A lot of his music with, is a lot. Some of yeah, the stuff crazy. that I think on a lot. On that that I never
0: knew that he yeah, because it says the cool, like you can make it out, but it's like it
1: resembles like Arabic scripture. No, I'm saying I never knew that he mixed, um, like he was the first. To he has a song, he has a song
2: he called. He wasn't like, the Islam. first. I, I'm not saying he was the first to do any of that. He was the first one that I saw. That I was like, Dude, oh, it's openly? like one, yeah, you're openly being Muslim in like the mainstream media. Yeah. That, after nine eleven, that was not a thing for a long time. Yeah. Um, that I had seen at least, and then two, you're like the message is there, but like you're not. It's not corny. He wasn't corny. So With was it like a whole album about, uh, about? No, no, me. just it's it was his whole. I heard Muhammad walks. That was his remix to Jesus walks. Damn, that was one of the main ones, and then throughout all his other music, he just—it's a motif that he talks about for sure.
1: Damn, I never knew it that. Just comes
2: that's crazy. Up.
0: Yeah, he always like slips it in subtly. So
1: obviously he's a practicing. He's always been a practicing Muslim.
0: Yeah, I believe so. Yeah. But would you say like his his musical style is like reflected in what you um, try to put out to the people? No,
2: as far as style goes, that's where like sonically, bro the shit specifically Cuddy, Drake and Kanye do mm-hmm. that, that Sonic style like that shit is the coolest shit in the world yeah. to me. <laughs> like it sounds so cool to me Um, and so that's really it, it. music has always been that simple and for me it's like what do I want to hear like what do I like hearing and yeah. like I'll, I'll throw in my own version of like I like to rap too like I want to be able to rap along my own shit and i like catch bars I like it like I listen back to my old stuff, and I'm like, damn, I catch a bar. <laughs> then I'm like, I'm glad I spit something like yeah. that instead of just making it like focusing on the party aspect or the yeah. how it's received or anything like that. Um, so yeah, there's a healthy mix. I'm still just explore. Like it's hella fun to, to, to explore out. and like see what works together and things like that. What do you think?
0: So what's the most important aspect of music like for you specifically? Like some people have like the lyrics, uh, you know, the bars, the punchlines, yeah, the production, the hook, uh, you know, whether or not it's like a vibe. You know what I mean? but like what what is your like most important
2: aspect when you're recording when i'm recording yeah. um for my own music i definitely just try to get across a like honest story even if it's like a fictional story like honest in the sense that these are like real feelings and real things i've experienced yeah, yeah, yeah. that i'm trying to like get across to you in some way yeah um and I found that that's, like, the most fun that I'll have making music. And it comes the most naturally. Like, when I'm not overthinking it, when I'm just like, all right, tell your story. Tell whatever story it is that you're telling today. Like, yeah. um, that's really what I try to focus on. As far as, like, stuff that I like to listen to, I, I judge my own music differently than, like, stuff I consume. If that makes sense. Nah, definitely. Because, um, yeah, because then the vibe becomes a really big part of it. Like, even if there's no words. Mumble shit is, like, fire to me, too. Because I'm like, even if there's no words sometimes, like, <laughs> yeah. as long as the vibe is there, so. Um, but also experimenting, like I always want to. Every time I'm recording, I'm trying to do something kind of new that I haven't tried before, at least like, um, yeah, just to keep it fresh. Because okay, because the thing fun. that's
0: that's that's the thing like Kanye does most too is like record. I mean, like be the first to. You know, record a different type of style of uh, of music that everybody else eventually follows, like two or three years later. Yeah. yeah, like just be a pioneer, like experimenting with shit. I think that's important, and I don't think yeah, a lot of people
2: like stick to that. That's huge. I know yeah, we've been able to see it too. It's really crazy to like wait long enough that like we see what Jesus is now. Yeah. Whereas I really, very vividly remember what Jesus was when it came when out. When it came out, about and it was It was trashing. not getting love, bro. Yeah. It was not getting the love that it gets now.
0: And I was just even sonically like. It didn't sound as good when it first came out versus after we let it
2: sit. Yeah, and after you hear people try to imitate it, and you're like, "Damn, that sounds." That was the like biggest thing exists, I was about to say. Like, like it was like, the
1: same thing with like 808s and heartbreaks too. You know, the same too. shit. Nobody was doing not that sing songy shit before Kanye. No. And then he did that. Now it's like you look back and it's just like. And like, then with 808s and heartbreaks, like here, world, here's Kid Cudi. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> Kid <laughs> Cudi,
2: Drake. That's what I'm saying. That and 808s is one of if we had to do that top five album thing, that's easily. A top five. The the two that I can always like pretty much point to. Or three, I guess. One be... like
0: it's one of the most influential albums.
2: Easily. Yes, no. Easily especially production with like music In terms of how it
0: just influenced like hip hop
2: in general. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And like the
0: type of music people put out. Like before that, like that type of vibe was not
2: being Yeah. All of a sudden you're hearing Hella Synths and electric guitars. Yeah. And and hell, yeah. Some people in try to argue for like Lauren Hill,
0: which I get. But even then I don't think she was doing the type of music that Kanye was doing with eight o eight and heartbreak.
1: I mean at the time she probably at the time she was because you had to think too, like, we're thinking of like the score back in like when it first popped out in the 90s, you know what I mean? Yeah. Versus looking back at it, and yeah. But like, he was heavy boy. with the auto tune on yeah.
2: that. It's hard too because we, I think, we missed Lauren Hill by just a little bit in terms of like our actually, age yeah. group, yeah. We know Kanye's impact because we witnessed it firsthand. Yeah. I mean,
1: even going back to uh, what do you call uh, auto tune, bro, like, we got to give it up to somebody like T pain who literally yep. can actually sing and added that aspect to it, yep. and birthed the whole era of people that can't actually sing that <laughs> just throws that shit yeah. on now. I throw it on. Yeah,
0: he bro. always got shit for not being able to sing, even though he could.
2: Bro, like y'all, y'all a <laughs> heard... joke. Yeah, yeah, he's so nice. Right. I'm pretty sure he's dropped acoustic shit now, though. Like a oh, dropped synth, shit yeah, with yeah, just yeah. His, his But voice. not like
1: like his tiny desk and shit like that. Like those little live performances. Like, yeah. bro, this man actually got vocals. Yeah, that's what makes the auto tune dope. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, because if well, you don't he have layered, vocals, it just bro. sounds stupid. He, <laughs> I, I really
2: like that he started like he started doing YouTube <laughs> content too, and so he shows you like how much he layers. Like he'll put six or seven layers just on one thing. And yeah. it's like, oh, yeah. that's why it sounds that beautiful, bro. Whoa, shout <laughs> it! <laughs> but
0: now, nah, man, hey, let the people know if you got like any music out right now that they can go check out, and if you have any upcoming projects or singles in the works.
2: Yeah, I'm working on a lot of music um, that. Um, Hoping to put out right around summer this year. Um, but in the meantime, I'm trying to get, I have a bunch of songs up on SoundCloud okay. um, that I put out over time. I'm um, gonna we'll get those back up on streaming services soon. And then, yeah, just stay tuned for the summer. I got a lot of good music I've been recording.
0: Where, yeah. where can the people find you on said social media platforms? Uh, Twitter, IG, SoundCloud.
2: SoundCloud is Long Nights 510, I think. Um, How's Long Nights spelled? L O N G N G H T S. No I, no I. All caps, but that doesn't we'll have matter. All that your, down, that, so that uh, doesn't matter in your URL. Yeah. Um, I'm on SoundCloud. I'm on <laughs> no IG URL. at Long Nights. No I. Um, yeah. Tap in. Hell yeah, Hell yeah man. Well, we appreciate you coming on the show,
0: brother. Yeah. You're always welcome. We got an open Can't door policy. Can't wait to be back. <laughs> yes
2: sir. Oh yeah.
0: And yep, on behalf of the Two Coin Podcast, I'm your brother Waleed signing out. And I'm Ronnie. We out
1: this bitch.